0: We understand that the ANC has to comply by the terms of the order unless they decide to explore their other options, which are not that limited. They can, uh, they do have le- legal recourse by launching an appeal at the Supreme Court of Appeal, or they can seek an indulgence uh, with the DA, perhaps, uh, maybe if they needed more time, for example, um, to extend that deadline further. But as we speak today, um, neither party has elaborated uh what is happening at this stage with those Cater Deployment Committee records.
1: So when it comes down to it, Mm. what exactly is the DA trying
0: to achieve here? Well, they have actually quite a number of campaigns uh, that they've launched recently. So I think this is part of the de- the bigger, rather, pursuit of uh, declaring the policy, the longstanding policy itself, unconstitutional in the Gauteng High Court in Pretoria. So uh, Dr. Leon Schreiber, who initially lodged the application in terms of PIA, um, he would obviously need uh, access uh, to those records uh, to assist the DA in enacting legislation regarding that, as well as advancing uh, their case and, in addition, him performing oversight over state-owned enterprises. Uh, remember, the DA argues that uh, this policy itself can be attributed to uh, some of the failures we have seen in state-owned enterprises over the years. So I think it's part of a bigger pursuit to have catered deployment uh declared unconstitutional, but I'm wondering how it will affect other parties going forward, rather, including the DA themselves. Obviously, when you go to court, uh, the judgment, once it comes out, it goes beyond the circumstances upon which that judgment is made, but it becomes then the principle of um, what you are advancing. So if catered deployment is unconstitutional, we know the DA itself also governs, um, Mm. how will you then uh, deploy into these key areas where you need to um, advance, I guess, a mandate or what you've promised to those who have elected you um, to deliver on, on some of the promises you've made. How then do you work around that predicament?
1: And, and, and that's the point because mm-hmm. um, cater deployment happens in every political party. Correct. As you say, the DA where they govern, mm-hmm. don't they also deploy cadres? Mm-hmm. So What's the difference then in terms of what they do where they govern and what it is that they are trying to highlight with the
0: ANC? Mm. I think here where it's different is of course the ANC is the governing party nationally. Um, therefore, you're Big state owned enterprises that um, a lot of South Africans rely on, your ESCOM, your Denel, your Prasa, etc. We've seen them over the years experience a number of challenges that have adversely impacted uh, many South Africans, specifically poor South Africans that rely on those services. So um, it is the DA's contention that they are highlighting some of those uh, errors in deployment, uh, quote-unquote deployment, uh, and leading up to the service delivery challenges that we're facing today. But again, uh, we're heading to elections. Um, we we have a, a changing political landscape. Um, you never know going forward um, how the governance of this country will look like. So again, uh, the DA needs to be mindful of the principle that will emerge out of this and how they'll be able to apply that going forward. Because then the
1: question is, uh, you know, is this a principal Mm. issue uh, or is it just politically expedient at this point? Because I'm trying to think of a situation whereby any political party, for that matter, uh, would find itself in a position of power and control Mm -hmm. uh, to lead government and not deploy its own members Mm. into key positions.
0: Yeah, the, the DIA has always tried to paint themselves uh, or rather stated that they are a party that is meritocracy based, um, that the appointments that they've made are based on those who are best skilled to um. Run whatever deployment that they've made. Um, But of course, when. Within the party. Yes, within the party or within uh, wherever they see it fit for it to happen. But of course, how catered deployment works and how our system works itself is that even if you had to um, look at political appointments, uh, politicians will select people they trust um, to assist them with their work. I think with catered deployment, uh, the principle there might be that you are deploying uh, those that will be able to fulfill that mandate according to what the political party has decided. Um, but the cater deployment records itself, we've never seen them. We've never seen what was discussed in there. We've never seen if what's in those records translates to the individuals we've seen being deployed to various state-owned mm. entities. So it's a bit of a Do difficult. the records even exist? Uh, that's another thing. Are there even records to hand Mm. over to uh, the DA? The DA seems to think that there is something. There's CVs, minutes, uh, etc. They're looking back to the period of when the chair of that committee was uh, the current president, um, dating back to 1 January uh, 2013, I think that's the date. Um, So... Even at this point, we don't even know from the ANC if they even have uh, records to hand over to the DA. So it's going to be a lot to uh, speak about when we uh, catch up with Leon Schubert about 3 p.m. Uh, on SA Today later on this afternoon to discuss the way forward and whether the DA actually is in possession or if there is actually documents for them to uh, receive at the end of the working day.
1: So end of the working day, what is the cutoff time?
0: Uh, Well, the working day, I think, ends at about 5 p.m. So uh, I think from the afternoon, uh, we'll be able to get an idea of whether the DA is going to do a contempt application. Um, It's likely that they might go in that direction because I understand that the DA really, uh, as part of this campaign uh, to have uh, catered deployment declared unconstitutional, they need to have access to these records. And uh, Sakina, they intend to make them public uh, should they get these records today.
1: So they said, okay, Mm. I guess we have to wait now. Um, Mm. We'll wait until 3 to hear further from the DA, I suppose, what their intent is Mm. in the various scenarios that may play out. And obviously also keep an eye on Lutuli House to see if anything ultimately does get handed over or whether they bring further uh, legal applications in this regard. I think it
0: might lean that way, uh, Sakina. Speaking to Malhengi last week, um, she did indicate that they were um, discussing with counsel a way forward.
1: Kenny Mapanga, thanks so much uh, keeping an eye on that story for us, our reporter here at SABC, Kenny Mapanga.